Blog Talk Radio.
right. You're now listening to Blacktopia Presents Roundtable Talk Radio, the biggest colored show on earth, with your host, Barbara the Country Queen Lady, and I'm your moderator, just some guy named Jay. And filling in for Adrian Charleston, we have Nikki Brown. Blacktopia Roundtable Talk Radio is the number one live stream dedicated to assimilating black folks from all walks of life, teaching and preaching the importance of economic empowerment for our people, and showcasing the talents and abilities of black people across the globe. This is also the number one blog talk radio show, which I believe, which I believe now, is not hosted by a convicted felon or a conspiracy theorist wacko or a closeted lesbian, but hey. We're going to put on a great show just like all those other great hosts, two of those other shows. So listen up. (laughs) Tonight's main topic is can black people of different religious black backgrounds, can black people of different religious backgrounds and different faiths come together and build as one? And the answer is only slightly, only slightly. But we'll talk about that later on in the show. Also joining us is our guest, R&B singer, Terry Rimson, here to talk about her single, Love Come Down, which you just heard, which is a remake of Evelyn Champagne King's 1982 hit of the same name. Barbara the Country Queen Lady will put our guest in the hot seat and uh, interrogate her like a cop. And then after that, the guest will join us for the, uh, the discussion. And before we get into all that, I just want to let everyone know you can check us out at www.blacktopia.org, and you can download and install the Blacktopia mobile app on iTunes, Amazon.com, and BlackBerry World. All right. Let's go ahead and get this started, the biggest colored show on earth. Go ahead and bring on the hosts and then the guests. Uh oh. Oh, God. I said I wasn't going to do that next time there. So, Barbara. Hello. Hello. <laughs> yeah, the people took a little long to get to you. <laughs> the clap. Yes, all right. All right. Let's go on ahead and bring on our temporary co host, making her debut as. A co-host, which has been on the show as a guest. Hang on, Nikki Brown. Brown. Hey, Nikki everybody. Brown. Hey, hey, Jonathan. Hey, Barbara. How you doing? <laughs> Just doing a show. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm glad to be here. Thank you for having me. Thank you for being oh, yes. here. Thank you. Yes, yes. Oh, yeah. Now, before we bring on Terry Rimson, Nikki Brown, how do you feel tonight? I'm feeling great. How are you, Jonathan? Oh, I'm feeling, I'm doing lovely. You know, I'm, you, you, uh, you've made Blog Talk Radio immortality. Uh, we pass the <laughs> mic on to you. Uh, all the other great co-hosts we've had. Uh, Adrian Charles is coming back, though, next year. But, you know, you, you have joined them in the ranks of, uh, of of sovereignty among uh, b- b- black to- 
Yeah, you, you did great. Thank you. <laughs> 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 I was trying to give it a, a nice title. Well, so, it is an yeah. honor and a pleasure. I do appreciate you um, reaching out to ask me if I would like to do it. Um, and so I am honored to do so. And I'm thankful that, again, you guys decided to pick me as your temporary co-host. Um, and I wish Adrian the best of luck with her break, whatever she needs to do or take care of while she's gone. I hope all that works out for her. And we look forward to hearing her um, do her butterfly flow in January. Yes, ma'am. Let's go ahead and throw some claps for for the for the for the monologue and for Adrian Charleston. Baby. <laughs> <laughs> Claps. <laughs> oh man. We can't start the show like that with technical All right. See how you do us. Let's go on bring on Terry Ripson. Terry Ripson. Yes, sir. Hey, everybody. Hello. Oh, yes. Now, now, Terry, you've been on the show before. You was actually on the show around this time last year, I believe. Mm-hmm. Wow, has mm-hmm. it been that long? Oh, wow. Yeah, it's yes, okay. been a, a full year. <laughs> so now you're wow. back with us. <laughs> And the show is still wow. is still the same. Uh, you know, Barbara the Country Clean Lady will interrogate you yes, during do. the interrogation. Yes. <laughs> yes. And then uh, we'll take calls around nine thirty five after we take the calls. Ten o'clock we take a break. We'll play Love Comes Down again. Let the listeners know yes. how they can get in touch with you around that time too. And play and we'll play some commercials. Then I'll come back with the old church lady announcements. After the old church lady announcements, Nikki Brown has Astrology 101. I was about to call it Butterfly Flow. Uh, sorry about that. Good morning. And hey, then sorry. after that, <laughs> we have more callers, and then that's our show. So are you ready for this, Miss Terry Rimson? Yes, sir, I am. All right, Barbara. How you doing, Miss Lady? It has been a while, but you are still getting better. I am watching and listening to um, that voice. Girl, I love that wow. voice. I mean, I'm over here dancing. Thank God we're not in the studio. Let me see up front because the dancing <laughs> inappropriate would be, you know, rated X and a problem because everybody would laugh. But <laughs> I love the way you remake that song. And, I mean, I, you know, Evelyn Champagne King is one of my favorite artists of all time as okay. far as black women with poise and class. And you couldn't have picked a better lady um, to take that song and remake because you sound – almost like her in a higher-pitched voice, but the fluent. That's why they call the champagne. Her voice was just so fluent that it flowed, and yours does the same thing, like a waterfall. Wow. That's what it reminds wow. me of. Um, Thank you. And as I've been watching over you, you're welcome. Um, I noticed that you had some other things going on. Aside from that, you didn't have a documentary, um, and I see the record labels doing doing well, but my first question to you, why did you change from gospel to R&B? Um, I really wanted to do this years ago, but because of um, my pedigree, my mother being a part of a organization, a church organization, um, it, they had forbid it that you didn't be a part 
you know, of the secular world. And then mm-hmm. I also married a pastor, um, and he was part of the same organization. So, you know, you know better than what you've been taught. So we were right. thinking that, you know, you can't do it. It's taboo. It's going to make you look bad. But then mm-hmm. when I grew and, and knew and learned to know God for myself, then right. I realized there's nothing wrong with love music, and love music is, is what's needed. And um, I decided that I wanted to get outside the box. I was tired of being mm-hmm. held down and bound by the church. And, right. you know, God, God is love. And sometimes when you get into the church mode, they make you feel a certain way and make you think that God is going to shine upon mm-hmm. you. But no, mm-hmm. there's more people that need to be reached outside of the church. Um, right. Before I had told Jay this a while back that, you know, I felt like there was more people that need to hear my voice. The church mm-hmm. has been ministered to, to too much. We know enough right. word. We hear enough word. We go to church right. enough. So now it's time for the gift that God has given me to share it with people that don't even go to church. So right now my concentration is not even on the church. I want to be able to reach people that don't go to church, people that said they would never go to church, people that are Mm -hmm. hurt from the church. That's my assignment. That's my mission. That's my goal is just to share all the love that I have with people outside the church. Amen. I mean, you're doing just that with the music because that was my next question. Has your faith been challenged? And I know a lot of artists like Yolanda Adams and Kurt Franklin and so forth have said the same thing. Even though they had their personal challenges as Christians, they just felt like, you know, upbeating and enhancing the music you got into more people's ear, and that has been the truth on both of their fronts. They have really reached way more people aside from being in the four walls of the church, um, being on the radio, um, being out in the communities, you know, singing their music. And, I mean, just for a lot of the old school ones, they don't think you will survive or make it for doing that. So has anybody come across you and said that, that that they don't think you will make it in the industry that way? Yes, they have. They have said to me that that I'm not going to make it because it's not the will of God, um, that why would you do something like this? This looks bad because your husband's a bishop. You know, why would you do this? But I'm not convicted. When I did it, I knew that God was telling me to do it. And I know to the church world, they'll say that wasn't of God, but I'm glad that I know God for myself and I know his voice and he confirmed it. So he told me to do this. And so this Mm -hmm. is what I'm doing. I'm happy doing it. And since I've talked to you all last year, there's so many doors that have opened. I've really Mm -hmm. met some great, some great people. Um, It's like doors just keep flinging open and it's like a, a, a chain reaction. Just things just keep happening for me. That's letting me know this is, the voice right. you've obeyed my voice I've got your back I'm not looking back because if you look back then it's going to discourage you so I don't even look back I'm just looking forward right. because I know there's a goal that I have to reach there's a goal that I'm going to reach mm-hmm. and I'm just like really I'm in a place now where I'm happy and it's, right. it's terrible to say you sound like it no it's not yeah, you sound like it. you sound way different I mean at first you were you sounded restricted when we spoke last oh, year wow. and you sound okay. way more and free about who you are because I mean everybody has their own place and their own calling and that's another mm-hmm. thing about the church <clears throat> that upsets me now um, your your ministry and the way God leads you to perform and serve the people is not the same way that say your ex-husband or anybody else was meant to call it and serve you cannot Absolutely. cycle somebody else's um, 
calling. You can't. Um, and, and you just sound so different um, from when wow. we talk. It's, it's like you're way yeah. more freer. That means that whatever, whatever you've been going through has worked itself out because you sound a lot different. I am. I mm-hmm. am, it, and it, it's and helping me find myself. Um, I just left Atlanta last like week. Yeah, I, I've actually mm-hmm. found myself because I left Atlanta last week, and I was in the studio preparing for new music so that I could, you know, do a full project. And even in the studio, there were some things that I had to admit to myself, some some hurt that had happened in the past and, you know, deep hurt from family mm-hmm. members, church people, and it was holding me back. But I am so free now, and I'm so excited. I, I'm enjoying what I'm doing, mm-hmm. and um, yo, I wouldn't, I wouldn't change this for anything. And I and just don't. think that everybody, yeah, I think everybody should stick to their goals and don't worry mm-hmm. about family, friends. And I do have a team that supports me. My husband supports me 100. percent That's um, right, girl. Like, Chat. Yeah. <laughs> He's, mm-hmm. not, he's my number one fan, and he's a bishop. So right. you have other people talking about him, too. They're like, yo, he's in right. the church, he's a bishop, but your wife is out here singing R&B. But he's standing so strong and supporting me, so it doesn't matter right. what people are saying. He's encouraging me. My hair has changed. It's not purple anymore. Um, right. It's blonde. I because saw I that. Changed, I, I saw that. Yeah, I, I saw changed that. my look. See, Terry, you can, be, you can be in the world but not of the world, and that's what Come a lot of uh, – Yes. Christian folk don't understand, so we're not gonna get to preaching right now. So let me go ahead on. <laughs> Look, okay, so you've been singing since you were five, but yes. you know what has kept you in the music industry, and when was your first break? Say that. Answer that question again. Say that again. You've been singing since you were five years old in yes, the music ma'am. industry. What yes. has kept you inspired in the music industry, and when did you get your first break? That's Tammy Thomas asking, when did you get your first break? Okay. So uh, what has kept me inspired? Oh, God. God God has kept me inspired because God has never let me down. Anything he said he was going to do, he's done that. And so that's kept me inspired. And then also I I look at other people. I look up to other people that are in the industry. You know, that's that's Mm -hmm. outside the church. I look up to these people that are outside the church in the industry. And it makes me keep Mm -hmm. pushing forward to realize that they had to go through a process. So who am I to think that I don't have to go through a process? When did I get my first break? Well, honestly, I don't even want to say I've gotten a break. I'm still going through the process, and it's just that doors just keep opening. So it's just, again, Mm -hmm. like I said, it's like a domino effect for me. I don't don't really think I've gotten a break because I have a long way to go, but I have came far since I said yes to God, and that was December of last year. I was nervous because the Mm -hmm. church will make you feel like you can't make it without them, but it's not about them. It's about me and God. It's not about the church and Terry. It's about Terry and God. So I've actually – I'm again. I'm like, like really excited, and I can't wait to release more music. And I'm just so much on a journey right now. To I, I'm just not looking back. I'm good. Well, see, you come in full circle with all of it because I noticed a little weight loss going in, trying to look all yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, lost some weight. Yeah. I was like, I was like, and I'm screaming when I was looking at the page when I was doing the background to get new questions. I was like, oh damn, don't turn. I was, you know, looking at <laughs> lost the weight. I was like, Lord, yes. all right, looking all yes. sexy. Okay, so what encouraged yes. that? You know, what got the weight loss journey going? Okay, so if you saw the Love Come Down video. Um, mm-hmm. I was struggling with my weight. 
um, doing the Love Come Down video, and my publicist said to me, he says, remember, you're going to be more so in the eyes of the public now. So however right. you feel about yourself, it's going to come through in your videos. It's going to come through in your music. And there were certain mm-hmm. outfits I did not want to wear in the video because right. I felt like I was too heavy. And so in the midst of me preparing for the video, I was like, my arms are too heavy. And I kept throwing out things that I felt were negative. And he said, if you're not happy with yourself, then do something about it. He said, because nobody else is complaining. He said, nobody else is complaining but you. And Mm -mm, you don't want it to mm -mm. come out in your music and when you get up to sing that you're uncomfortable. So that's when I started working on my weight. It is beautiful. I was like, oh, my God, go ahead. I mean, we had no problem with the way you look anyway. Right. But, I mean, you know, just for you and the more movement in the video and stuff I noticed from the last one we saw last year, it was more movement. Again, a freer, more open, more um, acceptable of yourself you. That's what Mm -hmm. I saw. I mean, yeah. and I can hear it in your voice. And so that is a blessing in itself that you were able to do that because a lot of people can't find themselves. And, I mean, they continue to do what they do in their craft, but they're not happy in it. And that's the difference. Yeah. It looks as if you have found that happiness to go on regardless, you know, of what other people say. And then Absolutely. that goes along with the documentary that you did. How did you feel about opening up that side of Cherry to the public? Because I read some of that, and that was that was some deep stuff, almost about as deep as my own story that you were going through. How did you feel opening up yourself and reliving some of those events in that documentary? Um, you know what? It, it Again, um, when I did it the first time, I knew I had to do it. I knew it had to be done. But if you ask mm-hmm. me to go back again and reopen that book, I will be more freer. I will be more transparent because, again, I'm just at a point now where I really don't care what people think. I don't care what you think about me. And you usually those that judge, they do us the same thing. And those mm-hmm. that judge, they've gone through the same thing or they're going mm-hmm. through it. So this right. has just been, a, um, I'm actually, and it's sad to say, I'm growing up now. I actually felt feel like I've grown up. I've matured in the last year. It's like my life is matriculating and it's an open book and it's a testimony for somebody else. And I have no problem being transparent. The new, mm-hmm. the new music that's going to be released is going to tell a story. Some of it is mm-hmm. not about me, but it's still transparency because some of it right. will apply to me. So, again, I'm just like in a whole other place now. So, you know, the show, the TV show is coming back on. You mm-hmm. will see the transition where some family members did not approve of me doing the R&B music. You'll get to see right. that. Then I had people in the family that approved of it, but then once they started seeing me moving forward with it, you didn't mm-hmm. see it in the show, but they started talking about me. And so wow. it's just so much that has gone on since, you know, last year, you know, even with my hair. Um, when I did the hair, the blonde hair in the video, I had a family member mm-hmm. say, you know, I hope you didn't think you look cute. You know, because you didn't, and if anybody tells wow. you that they're lying, they're lying to you. You look a mess, mm-hmm. and and so I've been beat down with self esteem for so many mm-hmm. years until I had to get to a point now where I don't really care. I don't care what you think. Right. I'm gonna do what makes Terry happy. As long as I'm pleasing God, nothing else matters. That's it. And see, I mean, and you know, remaking of Evelyn Champagne King's one of her greatest hits, "Love Come Down." What sentimental value, because, I mean, you could hear it in your voice singing the song. That's why it has such an impact on everybody. What sentimental value singing that song have on you? Um, Oh, definitely the part. No no sleep last night, been dreaming of you. 
that one. You know, because again, mm-hmm. you can apply that song to so many different things. It doesn't have to be about your significant other. It could just be right. about you. You know, you're going right. through so much, so you just need some love to come down. And honestly, since I've done this, I've connected with so many people that believe in me. They uh, they believe in me more so than I believe in myself. They've encouraged me. They've uh, pushed me. They're actually guiding me to to the right, you know, people, and they're connecting me to the right people because they believe in Terry. They see something in me that others don't see. But I really believe, mm-hmm. I'll take that back, I believe a lot of people that are trying, that try to beat me down, they see what's in me, but they just right. don't want me to be able to grow on my own. They want to control me. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so, and that's what mm-hmm. has happened with me. I've always been controlled by others instead of living my own life. So mm. that's why well, I really your own love that song. Man, I see that. Yeah, well, don't think the, yeah. the rest of the people enjoy it too because in what, 2015 was that most notably? You won Best Gospel um, Internet TV Show? Yes, um, ma'am. And I looked at some of the clips of that, and oh, my God. And I'm like, you know, the experience of just that alone, aside from going out there and you know, singing in front of everybody, what has that held for you for the awards that you've won and those you've been nominated for? What kind of accomplishment has that held for you to motivate you to continue to go on? Like you said, the show is coming back. Has that motivated you to continue to go on within that industry, with the Internet TV show? Yes, it has. It has. That was just like the foundation that's building upon something great. You know, I have my faith is like so big, and I really believe that God's going to open up a greater door it's a humbling process. Again, I think I've gotten this far because um, of my humility. Um, and I just believe that greater will come because of my humility. So that was just the foundation. But I am really believing that it's going to get greater, bigger. And I'm believing God that some some network somewhere will want to pick up my story, um, do a documentary on me, and so that it, it can be more told because there's so much that – that's hidden that has not been revealed because I tried to keep it a secret because that's the way the church wants you to do. But there's so much that I need to share with, again, with those that don't go to church or been hurt by the church, let them know I'm a part of the church and I've been hurt. So, you know, and I understand where you are. So I just mm-hmm. believe that a bigger platform is going to be open for me. So when I talk to you all again next year, I just believe greater is going to un- un- um, reveal itself and unveil I you are. for me. I, I really believe that. I can that. see it coming. And see what you're being you. on. You, you've taken both sides. Most people can't cross both genres. There are a lot of people who, you know, go into gospel and don't do well because they're so used to the way it's set up in R&B, the, the makeup of the music, but you were able to cross both barriers, and I think that's part of the hatred that people feel for you, that you fluently crossed without, you know, all the red tape and problems, but that comes from a lot of experience you had working with other mainstream artists as well, and I'm quite sure you learned a lot from dealing with them, but being on both sides of the spectrum now, and the fact that R&B and gospel music have changed drastically, in the way yeah. they approach music. What's your view on that? Because, I mean, both have done some drastic changes I'm not proud of, but then they come out with artists like you that make us, you know, see that breath of fresh air. What's your take on the changes that both generals have went through? Um, you know what? I, I just I think it's all about season and timing. Um, I think it's time for uh, music to change, for gospel as well as uh, secular. It's It's time. 
uh, there's different current events that's going on where the music has to change. And if you notice, it's a shifting taking place in the universe. Things are just mm-hmm. shifting, and you mm-hmm. have to move with the time. And that's what we mess up sometimes in church. We don't want to shift. Because we feel right. like, you know, God doesn't change. No, his essence doesn't change, but his message does. Yes. And, and, and that's where I'm at. No, God does not change. He's still the same God yesterday, today, and forevermore. We've been taught that. Amen. But his, his method has to change as we can't win anybody. We can't be right. witnesses to anybody. We can't be examples for everybody. So, again, mm-hmm. yes. His essence never changes. He still is the only one that we should be serving. But his methods, they have to change. And so that's how it is with the music. It it has to change. Music has to change. The sound has to change. And I'm noticing Mm -hmm. that the music is actually going back to its original state. I'm noticing that. I'm noticing that Mm -hmm. that even with the secular, it's like now I'm noticing stuff that we was doing back in the 80s and the 60s Mm -hmm. and the 70s is coming back. And so, Mm -hmm. yeah. I just think everybody just needs to move with the shift, move with the cloud, just shift, mm-hmm. make the changes. Don't get mm-hmm. stuck. Well, again, like I said, you can be in the world, but not of the world. There are those mature enough in Christ that can pull that off. There are a lot that can't. So that's why it's good that you understand yourself and know Terry because you can make that transition. You can still yeah. do everything you need to do around everybody worldly, but still know your God in the midst of it because people are seeing on you. Yeah. Yeah, your mic was that's, messing up. I want you know. Oh. Okay. That's that's gonna be one terrible conversation coming up in hour too. Um, but right now, do you have any tour dates? Because I didn't see any up there. You got any tour dates coming in? Um, or how can um, they get in touch with you? Okay. No, I don't have any tour dates. Um, I'm waiting on dates. You know how you submit mm-hmm. and you're waiting for response. So I'm looking to have a busy holiday, Thanksgiving, um, also December, just looking to be busy. And um, so there's no tour dates. We're working on new music for the holiday. It's done. There's a video that will be accompanying it. And so that will be posted soon on the release date for uh, a Christmas song. This Christmas, of course, that's what it is. And I did a video along with it to accompany the song. That'll be out soon. Mm -hmm. And then we're working on new music to be released sometime next year. We'll do a full project so you can hear more of the love come down, Miss Barbara. So, you know, yes. again, I'm, I'm excited. I'm working with various producers and writers that are helping to, you know, put the music around my vocal uh, ability and also so I could tell their story. I'm working with people who have gone through different things in their relationships and marriages, and they've presented me their music. And I'm just really excited you know, about what's about to happen with Terry. Okay. Now, Tammy is asking, she said, how do you feel about um, Mary Mary and um, Dietrich Hayden? These are the Oh, Dietrich um, Hayden. Okay, artists. yeah. Mary Mary, yeah. Dietrich Hayden. Okay. And Mary Mary. How, she said, how do you feel about them as gospel artists that use R&B music for gospel? For them using R&B music for gospel? Yeah, they use yeah they use some of the R&B flavor for gospel music. She said, they how do. do you feel about that? I think it's great. I think you should be you should be adaptable where you can reach everybody, and that's where the church messes up 
The church only wants to gear towards church people. And I'm about to mm-hmm. say something that may kind of upset a lot of people. And that's where we mess up because everybody in the church is not living a sanctified life. There's a <laughs> lot of people in the church that go to church every single Sunday, go to Bible study throughout the week, go to prayer meeting, and you live it just like the world. So to me, that's, that's, that's not the way God created it to be. So I no. see nothing wrong with them doing that. I think somebody has to step outside the box, box and reach everybody. And that's what I appreciate about Mary Mary people like Dietrich had, and now Dietrich is mm-hmm. a pastor. Um, Erica, right. she's now a first lady. and But still, they're still using the different tunes to draw the attention and captivate the attention of those that don't go to church. Mm-hmm. And I think it's and a, it's a great, it's a great said, tool. Sam, what you just said, I put a post out that said, there are people out there that are Christian, but they're still not saved. Don't you know I lost, Absolutely. About, I lost about 50 people on my page because I said that they got very angry because they didn't understand what I meant. And I didn't put that on my own. I was, you know, sometimes I'd be cleaning and working and God will stop me and say, put this on your page. And I did that. And there were people who did not understand what that meant. It meant that just because you say that your actions prove prove that you're saved. And if your actions are not showing that, I'm sorry, you're not. Um, It's a lifestyle. If you got shagged on it, then that means you're already in the wrong. Okay, so on my fault, you know. But you know they didn't get it, and you just said that. See, that confirms, you know, it's, it's it is what it is. You know, you yeah. know, don't play it something that you're not going to act like. Some people who say that they're highly favored truly annoys my nerves because you know <laughs> in your heart that you are not highly favored. You're highly favored. Yeah. Because first and foremost, you're not doing what you're supposed to do with the words that you say. And people go by action, not just by you know, the reaction that they get from saying, you know, people saying that. But, you know, as far as you're concerned, I see all the changes that I don't know what you were going through last year. What's up? Yeah. She's doing it again. My mic. Yeah. All the um, things that you were going through last year, I mean, I'm seeing a total change now in the presentation of Cherry Rimson now. There's a big change, a big change. And God I mean, is if that's credited to God, yes, ma'am. Yes, ma'am. God I am good, proud of man. that change. Mm-hmm. Thank you. I am proud Thank of that you. change. Because, I mean, you just, I, I listened back to our last interview, and you just sounded so, I mean, you were polite and all, but just the restrictions were there <laughs> in your voice. And now, and now it's like you freely speak what you yeah. feel, what you think, and it's just emanating all through you. Um, that whatever change God and you went through, honey, it's, it's on the up and up. So, you know, thank, thank you, you for the interview, and I, I truly hope that it work out for you, and I keep watching. Thank you. You got thank any calls you. up, 4J? Oh, yes. Uh, if you're streaming from your phone, all you got to do is press 1. If you're listening in on the link, give us a call at 516-387-1219 and press 1. We'll bring you on. And, uh, you know, while we're waiting for some people to call in, uh, you know, I got some uh, follow-up questions for myself. Well, there was actually uh, statements I wanted to add to it, too. Um, but, yeah, like I said, if you're streaming from your phone, press 1. If you're streaming from your phone, press 1. We'll bring you on. And uh, if you're listening in on the link, give us a call at 516-387-1219. And press 1. Okay. Terry Remsen, I just want to say that it's, it's always a pleasure working with you. And you have such an amazing speaking voice. That's so, that, that, so anybody that – I love your speaking voice. I love the way you talk, and that's how you know 
that the vocals is banging right right there, you know. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I, but 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 I guess not everybody with a nice, pleasant speaking voice can sing. But you know, but you certainly can. You know, and and, and it's always a pleasure listening to your music. Uh, now, your holiday stuff, your holiday material is what actually going to be the follow up to "Love Comes Down," or do you plan on doing yes. something different as a follow up single? The follow up would will be holiday music. Um, but as I stated, we were in the. Um, um, in, in the uh, studio while I was in Atlanta on last week. It was a heavy week last week. Um, we were in the studio working on new material for the full project. And so, but following, yeah, Love Come Down, you will get a Christmas single, which will be due to come out soon. Ah, okay, okay. Yeah, I'm, I'm definitely looking forward to all of that. You know, everything you have coming up. Now, um, now, do, do, can we expect some collaborations with you and other artists uh, anytime yeah, soon? Yes, you can, Jay. Yes, you can. Uh, I can't <laughs> give any names just yet. Yes, you can. You can expect some collaboration. And um, I'm like, I can't. I just can't wait to come back on and share with you all. You know, again, it's just, God is, like, really, like, awesome because of the connections that it's happening for me and how everything is just lining up and the prayers that I prayed, how God is answering them. And so, yes, you can expect some collaborations. Good, good. I wish you could leak who they were, but I we just going to have to wait. Yeah, yeah. I don't want to get in trouble, but, yeah, I, I have to keep it under wraps for right now. Oh, yeah, good, good. All right. Um Yeah, now, now callers, I know there's a lot of people listening. There's a lot of people talking in the chat room. But uh, but for this show to to run a little you know smoothly, uh, give us a call. You know we're gonna hear some more voices. You know uh, you know press one. You know uh, talk to us. Talk to Terry Rimson. We'll have the topic coming up a little later in the program about uh, getting people of various religious. Uh, excuse me. Getting, how did I word that? <laughs> people of different religious backgrounds. Black people of different really religious backgrounds. Come together black grounds. and build black grounds. Yeah, back, that's the new way to say it now. We're black. We're black grounds. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, we can actually we can actually dive into the topic, seeing that you know you you went from gospel to uh, secular music, Terry Rimson. So we can actually start the topic a little earlier. But callers, mm-hmm. if you do want to ask Terry Rimson about her music, you know, uh, uh, you know, we can dip back into that as well. So don't just you know if you don't want to just stick to the topic, if you want to also um, you know, go either way. We can go either way with it. Terry Remsen, what what do you have to say about that before we take these uh, callers about the topic? About the topic that you just mentioned? Mm-hmm. Yes, ma'am. Yes, I believe that we can work together. And, and yes, we can. But do we? No. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. <laughs> uh, we, we don't. I, I don't know what it is with um, – with blacks that we can't work together. It, it seems like we're the only ones that can't come together and work together. Mm-hmm. Uh, it seems like we, we rather tear each other down. And if we see one going up, we got to pull them back down as they, what they call that crabs in a barrel. And I don't understand mm-hmm. why we, we're the only ones that, cause we, we are so powerful that if we all came together, mm-hmm. there's so much that could be accomplished, but we're so busy just tearing one another down. And it's been like that for, for, for eons, centuries. And I don't really yeah. understand it. 
and um, mm-hmm. trying to understand it because the other cultures are really just making us look bad. And it's just like it's yes, getting ma'am. worse. And it's, it's making we're, – we're getting worse to me and worse. And I always, like, talk to my son because I don't want him to repeat, you know, what he sees because of what he's growing up in and what's surrounding him. And it's just – it's really scary because I'm like, what's going to happen with my grandkids? Because I'm watching yes, it. Now, history, history. Go ahead. Yeah, no, I didn't mean to cut you off, uh, Miss Terry Rimson, but I, I meant, like, it's specifically – with religious backgrounds, um, and I know black people as a whole, we we do have that crabs in the barrel mentality. But I'm just speaking more more specifically, like uh, maybe Christians and Muslims sitting down at the round oh, table, okay. or atheists. You know, yeah, you know, no. I know as a whole, we do. <laughs> Somebody said no. Somebody said no. It's no. You know it's no. Okay, now if you want to talk Christianity, I'm I'm gonna say no. We cannot. Mm-hmm. She's right. Mm-hmm. No, you can't. Because everybody has their own ideology, and Christians are very bullheaded. You know, mm-hmm. I hate to say that. It, it's like one way or no way. Mm-hmm. And and to me, the Christians ought to be the ones that should think level-headed. We should be the ones to kind of break up the fallow ground and kind of bring everybody together. But we can't reach out and bring the Muslims to understand us and us understand the Muslims is we're fighting one another and we're Christians. So, yeah, I say no. <laughs> Mm-hmm. It's going to take an agnostic mm-hmm. somebody to do that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Nick, Nikki mm-hmm. Brown. Um, now I know you. Uh, before we get really deep into the topic, we also have another caller in queue. We'll get the caller. Nikki Brown. Uh, do you have any follow up questions for Terry Remsen or uh, or anything you like to say about the topic as well? Um, Nikki Brown, your, your phone is uh, kind of going out. It's going in and out. Can yes, you hear me better now? Yeah. Okay. Okay. Um, I was saying to Terry, I love your voice. It's beautiful. Thank you, Nikki. Um, you're welcome. Um, I I just wanted to kind of address what you just said. Um, it really saddens me that we can't put aside. Um, our ideologies to just get along and make some things happen, even for the sake of, you know, supporting one another. Like there are so many black owned businesses out there, regardless of what the person um, believes to be true or knows to be true. um, I don't think that that should be of a concern. Um, I think we have greater things to concern ourselves with than what somebody believes, um, mm-hmm. because that can be something that is done behind closed doors. And, Absolutely. you know, I'm not really, and I'm not necessarily trying to change anyone's mind. Like I said, it just really saddens me when I hear, you know, a no. Like, I don't like that no, because I think it's up to the individual, because each person can just make the decision to do something different. That's all mm-hmm. it's going to take. Mm-hmm. Change your mind, change your life. That's it. Mm-hmm. And you're right. I, I, I certainly agree. Uh, and, and and I just want to add too before we take this caller that uh yeah you know you regardless of what you study or practice or believe in or follow we got to share this earth you know and um and I mm-hmm. and I think that uh 
people, they take their religion, like it's almost like they're prejudiced against other people based on what they practice mm-hmm. or what they study, mm-hmm. you know, or even if they don't believe, have a religious affiliation at all, or even if they're just like, oh, I don't believe in any of that. We, <gasps> what? I, well, I don't want this person sitting down in my living room, but they will have it. But if somebody's an axe murderer and molesting kid, they can sit down at the dinner table with them as long as they believe mm-hmm. in the same God and practice mm-hmm. the same way, <laughs> which, is, which is sad, you know. Uh, and, and they're just uh, ready to, to to fight each other over mm-hmm. concepts that they didn't even think of. Uh, you, you know, and I'm, I'm not, not knocking anyone's religion, but, uh, you know, you didn't invent it. <laughs> so so right. why are you uh, <laughs> saying? <laughs> and even the, and even the, uh, the people who, um, the, the religion, uh, even people in history, okay, I, I don't know what I'm about to say. I can get my words correct, uh, ready for that one. But uh, let me just pass the mic to the caller, and I'll gather my thoughts about what I was going to say. The other thing I was going to say, uh, caller in the eight zero three five seven nine. You're on the air. Who is this? This is Diva. How's everybody doing? Good. true Diva. Let me throw some claps on it. Oh, no, no, before, you ask, you, before you ask your question, uh-huh. we're doing well. Now, now before, we, before, we, uh, before you ask your question and before you make your comment, uh, let everybody know about the charity event you have coming up on October 27th. Oh, I, um, I finally was able to get the Youth Summit off the ground. There is another club that will be um, hosting this summit with me. October 27th of 2018. Yes. So um, I'm very, very happy with that. The Youth Summit is a baby of mine that I've been working on for close to two years, and it's basically an open forum for young teens, um, teens that I mentor, teens that I'm trying to reach to get them back on the right path, teens that are, you know, in college, we're trying to keep them on the right path, teens that don't have anybody and need somebody in their, cor- in their corner for guidance and stability. So um, this event will be happening in Rock Hill, South Carolina, at the Kenneth Monroe Transformation Center, and they were able to donate the space. I also have the city of Rock Hill that I have a meeting with that also wants to be a part of um, this event as well, and it's going to be quite a few motorcycle clubs and social clubs there as well that's going to be um, volunteering. I'm going to have speakers, praise dance performers, um, gospel rappers, it's uh, we're just we're trying to make it big. It's the very first one, so I'm really really excited, and I hope that people will really come out and support these kids. Yes, definitely, y'all come out and support the kids. Let me throw some claps on it again. All right, Prince Trudy, uh, you have any questions for Terry uh, Remsen or uh, anything you'd like to say about the topic? Well, I'd just like to say hello. How are you? I I didn't get the opportunity to listen to your your record as of yet, but I will because I'm just chiming in um, and listening to what you said. I'm so glad that you now feel better about yourself than what yeah. you did listening to Barbara than you were before because the one thing that you don't want to do is you don't want to stunt your own growth to where you can't move. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah. Thank so, you. That is a definite. That is a definite good thing. If you have a blessing, he gave you that that voice, then you use it the way it's supposed to be used. 
That's right. Thank you. Thank you so much. No problem at all. What I want to say about the, um, because I was just talking to a friend of mine about this, the um, can two people work together if they have religious, you know, different religious backgrounds? I believe they can as long as they're both striving for the same common goal. Now, it should make a difference what you believe in religiously if if the goal is to accomplish the same exact thing. It's just going to be how you get there. Sometimes you're gonna you have to agree to disagree and move on. Your religious mm-hmm. background shouldn't have anything to do with what you're trying to accomplish. Mm-hmm. Everybody doesn't believe the same thing, and that's fine. But if I say, listen, Jay, I'm gonna need you know we, we're gonna get this this just use the youth summit. We're gonna get this summit done. What I believe mm-hmm. religiously, what you believe religiously, is not gonna pay for this room. Let's put it like that. Mm-hmm. It's not going to get different right. people to want to come out and be involved if the two people that are the main two people can't get it together themselves. Mm-hmm. So if your You're goal right. is the same, it shouldn't shouldn't worry about what I do on my Sundays, yeah, on my Saturdays, yes. or whatever. Yes. yes. Because yes. the day that totally we agree. together is what we're supposed to be worrying mm-hmm. about. Right. Yes, ma'am. So that is that is is what I wanted to say because we were I just was discussing this same topic, and my friend he said the same thing. He's actually the president of Hard Times NC, Jay, the one that I asked you about, you know, to be in Blacktopia, and um, the same exact thing. He said, as long as we working towards a, a common goal, he was like, true. It is everything else at that point should be set to the side. Your personal right. beliefs should have nothing to do with business. Mm-mm. That's true. That's true. Amen. Hotel. So. You're right. Definitely, definitely. Well, uh, Prince True Diva, I hope you stick around and listen to the rest of the program. We're going to take some more calls. Uh, I, I'm going to try to make it out on October 27th. Uh, I kind of. You got a year. <laughs> yeah, we did. We did. I'm a, I'm a, I'm a you have a year. I, 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 you have an entire year. I, I had an entire year. I thought it was. I thought it was. No, you have an entire year. This is 2018. We're talking about. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, yes. I'll, I'll be there. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I, 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 <laughs> I don't know why. Oh man. I'm because I'm looking at this in the 2018. You're not the first one. Trust me. You're not the first one. Is we gave ourselves a year because we have. So much that we're trying to do, and we want to make sure that it's done the way that we want it done. We want to make sure that I have kids coming in from group homes. I now mentor a child that's in foster care that has a two-month-old baby. She's 15. So we're trying to reach that dynamic. We're trying to get to these kids. And, Mm -hmm. you know, sadly, she gave the baby up because she was feeling overwhelmed. She was in a group home. Wow. Uh, Parents, uh, both drug-addicted parents. Um, mm. and she just had no guidance. So I met her at one of the bike rallies and she clung to me. So I started mentoring her. I had to go through mm. the the state and everything to get to this young lady. So mm. that's, that's, those are the kids that we're trying to reach the ones that feel like they don't have anybody or they've mm-hmm. already been pushed to the side 
they've already mm-hmm. been, you know, well, I don't, I don't want to be bothered. So those are the kids that, that we're trying to reach. I'm not going to be able to reach them all, but I can guarantee you I'm going to reach a few. Mm-hmm. So with that, you know, that's why I go as hard as I do. But, yeah, you got a year, Jay. I don't want to hear that foolishness. <laughs> yes, I'll definitely be out there for sure. And, uh, and also, Diva, you connected with uh, – <laughs> <laughs> you connected with Clarissa Byers in Blacktopia with mm-hmm. uh, Renewed Inspiration? You, you said you have? I don't think so. I don't, I don't think yeah. so. Because a lot, I, yeah, maybe, but, cause I was in Facebook jail, so a lot of people, they see Prayers oh. True Diva as my, my other name, and my uh-huh. government name is up there now. So yeah, they may, they may not know thing. me as Lakeisha Knowles. Mm-hmm. Uh, Okay, yeah, but this this happened after they uh, after they gave you put your government back on there because because uh, I remember we had, we talked about it on the show when you called back in. Mm-hmm. Um, Clarissa Byers, uh, I had mentioned that um, you know she she does things with uh, specifically teenage girls. Uh, mm-hmm. She in Charlotte. You know, she has a new, she, yeah, she's in Charlotte. She actually was at our, our Black yes, Folk uh, yes, Gaming Group. Yes, we did. Yes, we did. Yeah. Okay. Okay, good, yes, good. Cause, yeah, because I, I called in on the show. Yes, definitely. I'll build some stuff together. She has a lot of things going on. I, I'm, I've been involved in her uh, events here in Charlotte, and uh, hopefully, you know, okay. she can bring it down to Rock Hill, you know, and, and you know, and you come up here to Charlotte with us. Next time we have a have a, uh, I'm always in Charlotte. I'm sad, I'm, I'm sad I didn't make the meet and greet, um, the meet and play. I, I could not make it, but I'm, I'm definitely, I'm always in Charlotte because my chapter is Charlotte, so I have to be in Charlotte. So definitely, um, definitely, anytime y'all doing anything, I'm gonna reach back out to her and you know mm-hmm. try to get up with whatever she's doing. Cause I know it's the end of the year. Holiday time, people are doing a lot of different things as far as, you know, getting clothing for people, you know, donating food, canned goods for, you know, Thanksgiving, going mm-hmm. into Christmas. So it's a lot of things going on. So I'm definitely going to reach out to her. Definitely. Yes, ma'am. Yes, ma'am. All right. So uh, so let's well, make that connection. thank you guys for having me back on. Thank, thank you so much. I appreciate you guys. And Miss um, Ma'am, like I said, that blessing that you were giving don't pass up your blessing listening to other people. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Thank Use you. Blessing, Use what you have, honey, because when he bless you, that means he, he definitely watching over you. And that means That's you right. deserve that blessing. Yes. I receive it. Thank oh, you. Yeah. Amen. All right, Amen. people. You, I'm going to be listening in. I will talk to y'all. All right. Good, good. All right. We're going to play, uh, play Love Come Down again. From Terry Rimson. And uh, Terry Rimson, before we get into this uh, break, uh, let everybody know about your social media, your websites, how they can get in touch with you. Just uh, shout that out right quick before we uh, play the song again and go into the break and come back. Okay. okay. They can go to my website. That's at www.terryrimsonmusic.org. Or they can find me on social media under Sing Terry Sing on Twitter. And if you go to Instagram, it's still under Sing Terry Sing. Or on Facebook, Terry, T-E-R-R-I-E, Remsen, R-I-M as in Mary, S-O-N. Yes, yes. All right, let's go ahead and get ready for this break. Yes, yes. You're listening to Blacktopia Presents Roundtable Talk Radio with your host, Barbara Country Cleaning Lady, some guy named Jay, and our temporary fill-in host, Nikki Brown. 
is love come down. Okay, yes.
Yeah, what's up? It's your girl, Linda B. Let me find out you got that big boy TV, but you only get in hospital station. Uh-uh. Let me find out you got that flat screen TV plugged up to a converter box because you too cheap to get cable. Let uh-huh. me find out every week you down at the bootleg man trying to get new movies because you're running out of stuff to watch. Shame on you. I'm here. That's what I do. You want cable? Hit me up. Oh, Bill, no problem. I got you. Cable too high? I got you. Dun, dun, Hit dun, me dun. up. We can do this a few ways. You can either call me. I can call you. 937-287-0736. Or you could go to my website, lindaebrown.acndirect.com. Or we could do a three-way call. What? A three-way call? We could even do a three-way call. Shut the Hit front me door. up today, and you can have cable tomorrow. Yeah, I got your back. And remember, with God, all things is possible. Have a good day, world, and I'm out. Damn, girl. I ain't seen you in a long time. You done lost some weight. That's right, girl. Child, I've been using this new product, Total Life Changes Tea by CurvyButHealthy.com. That's how I lost the weight. Child. Now, wait a minute, girl. So all you saying I got to do is drink this tea and I can go to the bathroom and piss these calories out of me? Well, not quite. What it does is speed up your metabolism, curb your appetite, and give you the nutrients your body needs so that it can help you shed the pounds. And, girl, you can lose the weight and keep some curves, too. Well, girl, that's exactly what I need. I'm trying to look good in my bikini when I go down to the beach. I'm going to go to curvybutthealthy.com right now and order about 10 cases of that tea. Yes, yes. 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 Order Total Life Changes tea from curvybutthealthy.com today. Yeah. I'm going to go to curvybutthealthy.com and order about 10 cases of that tea. I'm going to go to curvybutthealthy.com. I'm going to go to curvybutthealthy.com. All right. Welcome to the second hour of Blacktopia Presents Roundtable Talk Radio with your host, Barbara, the country queen lady, some guy named Jay, and Nikki Brown. This right here is known as the old church lady announcements. And I'm going to make this quick and painless. Uh, during this edition of the Old Church Lady Announcements, I would like to say that uh, I'm just going to say this. Advertise with Blacktopia. <laughs> Advertise with the website, the mobile app, the movement, the blog talk radio show, and our network of websites and blogs and podcasts and things like that. Email us at blacktopiabusiness at gmail.com or thegiantblast at gmail.com. And the money that you spend with us to advertise your service, product, brand, or even music, whatever you have to advertise, will also go back into supporting other black businesses. So we're just going to keep the ecosystem going. We're just going to make a big economy out of Blacktopia. So you advertise with Blacktopia, we turn around and we patronize black businesses and those black businesses patronize other black businesses within Blacktopia and then the money just goes around in a circle and next thing you know, everybody's getting paid. So that's how it works. So advertise with Blacktopia by emailing us at blacktopiabusiness at gmail.com or thegiantblast at gmail.com. All right. And download the Blacktopia mobile app from iTunes, Amazon.com, and Blackberry World. Okay. Nikki Brown. Hey, Jay. Uh-oh. Hey. 
So uh, this part of the show, we don't have Butterfly Flow anymore, so we have a new segment called Astrology. Astrology. Yes, ma'am. All right. So So I know that some – oh, well, thank you. I know that a lot of people um, are curious about astrology, and they have no clue, um, especially people that consider themselves to be religious. They typically shy away from it. Um, But I just wanted to explain a few things to maybe help clarify, you know. So this is going to be the type of segments that I do. So astrology is basically um, an indication of how you can be compatible with someone or the ways that you're not compatible with someone. It doesn't mean that you can't get along or won't get along. It just kind of clearly show you, shows you the areas that you may have issues. For example, an Aries is most compatible with a Leo and a Sagittarius, but only somewhat compatible with a Taurus, Gemini, Pisces, and Aquarius. They're least compatible with cancers because they see them as too sensitive and too emotional. Libras are too vacillating. They lack imagination and fun and daring in the, in the opinion of an Aries. And Capricorns are too unimaginative and too conservative. And they have a neutral relationship with Virgo and Scorpio. So that's just an Aries. Now, each sign can be broken down into in this way You can look up your own sign You can look up your sign And a friend or a partner sign A family member sign And you can compare your birth charts Or you can just compare your sun signs Now Your sun sign says who you are And that's the most popular one That people are familiar with But there's also your moon sign So your sun sign Tells who you are but your moon sign tells who you really are. So, for example, I'll use myself. I have an Aquarius sun and a Scorpio moon. So those two personalities are very different. And there are certain times when I'm just myself as an Aquarius, and then there are times where those Scorpio tendencies come out. Now, this doesn't define a person because we're also made up of learned behavior. So the experiences we had growing up also shape us. But there are certain personality traits that are kind of innate that we can change or that may not necessarily be dominant, but there are some that is kind of hard for us to shake. Um, another planet that you might want to pay attention to would be Mercury. Your Mercury, once you do your birth chart, it'll tell you how you think. Your Mars says how you work, and your Venus says how you love. So you may be uh, an Aquarius sun, but have your Mars Pisces. And so that means you love like a Pisces, although you're an Aquarius. And that's, too, why we sometimes have similar personality traits, because we have similar signs within our birth chart. It's not just about the sun sign. There's a whole birth chart. That's the way the planets were aligned on the day or night you were born. Yes. Oh, yes, definitely, Nikki Brown. Thank you for that. And uh, again, that's Astrology 101 
Um, you can go ahead and throw some hand claps on it. Put a hand clap over it. Yes, ma'am. Definitely thank you for that great, amazing information about the science. Uh, I also want to throw out some, some science, too, if you don't mind, Nikki Brown. Throw out some knowledge. No problem. I just wanted to make sure I wasn't going, you know, too far over my time. <laughs> oh, you did. You did very well. You did very well. I, I, I go over your time. <laughs> okay, cool. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, here's the knowledge I want to say. Uh, if you're a Taurus and you're listening to this show, close your ears if you're a Taurus and then open them back up a couple of minutes. Leave Tauruses alone. They'll kill you. That's what they do. Tauruses. Even the ones that aren't crazy, they're crazy. And I want to say that's Virgos. That's Barbara, isn't it? I'm a Taurus. Oh, that's a Pisces. Oh, my goodness. Miss oh, Terry and Miss Barbara. So let me read that real quick. So let me read this real quick. So they say that Taurus Taurus is born between April 21st and May 21st. It says they're most compatible with Virgo and Capricorn, somewhat compatible with Gemini, Cancer, Pisces, and Aries. They're least compatible with... Huh? I said they're not compatible with Gemini. Don't, don't wish that on us. <laughs> no, it says. <laughs> I'm, I'm well, it says. Well, it, says so, it says somewhat, somewhat compatible somewhat. with Gemini, Cancer, Pisces, and Aries. They're least compatible oh, okay. with Aquarius because they feel Aquarius lacks stability. Leo because they feel Leo is self-absorbed and authoritative. Scorpio because they feel they're manipulative and not open or direct. And they have a neutral relationship with Libra and Sagittarius. Mm. So now, what's your question about yeah. Tauruses? <laughs> well, well, I thought Barbara, I thought she was a Pisces. I am a Pisces. Oh, is she? Oh, yeah. okay, oh. okay. Well, I'm the Taurus. I'm the Taurus. Okay. I'm the Pisces. Oh, the Taurus gets on my nerves. The Taurus man. I can't stand the Taurus man. I can't. <laughs> and I can't stand the Scorpio man because they're just as stupid. I can get along with a Taurus woman. I can't get along with a Taurus man hardly because I've known one for 32 years and he's a pain in my ass. And as far as Scorpio (laughs) men, I've known one for 27 years and I just can't stand him. He can't get his life right. So, yeah, I can, no. No, we just, our patience level just, we don't have a patience level for it. That's what it is, Nicole. We don't, we can't deal with the the, the, the annoyance of those people. But what right. is your sign, now, Jay? Because I get along with you. What's your sign? What's Jay? What's your sign, I'm Jay? Gem- yeah, I'm a, Gem- I'm a Gemini, so that means there's two sides of me. The good side. Oh, Lord. Damn, oh, that's Lord. even better side. And oh, Adrian yeah. Carlson is Gemini, too. Adrian yeah, Charles, so I get along with both y'all, see? So it's not that. It's not that. It's the, I don't know what it is, them two signs, but I just can't deal with them. I can't. But you know what? Yeah. Pisces is one of those signs that can pretty much get along with anybody. You know what? They say wow. we control the universe, and, and I believe that because we can put up with a lot, but then we can't. I mean, once right. you get on that side that you didn't got on our nerves, it's about over. I mean, only Jesus right. can come in and make us deal with you because other than that, it's a, we, the, we the type of folk, once you've turned us over and betrayed us, it's kind of hard for us. To, we can put up with you for face value, but no, don't you know try to come at us about nothing personal because it's about over. We the type of people that right. I don't know why we feel like everybody is, has good in them. 
But once you show us that ugly, we can't look at you a different way to save our lives. I know I can't. I don't know about now, no other Pisces. I know I can't. I, that sounds about now, right. Now, Terry, <laughs> now, now, Terry uh, I, yeah, we heard, heard that your car, oops, my bad. But uh, I can do it fast. Don't you close your ears. <laughs> Uh, I, I was going to, I was, but you know, not all Tarses are bad. I'm going to say this on the air just, just in case you're thinking about killing me. I'm going to be nice to you. No, no, I'm, you know, I'm just playing around. But uh, you know, I'm not, I'm not prejudiced against people's uh, signs, at least not yet. Uh, I got to meet more of them. <laughs> okay, okay. But uh, but uh, but yeah, uh, actually, Tarses. Uh, and I'm not talking about just with dating or anything like that. I'm talking about just like in life, you know, if you just have like a coworker that'd be a Taurus or you just know a, it just it, it just never feels like me and Tauruses they like they always have to uh attack me, a Gemini. Tauruses, Virgos and Scorpios. You know. And those three times are the ones I guess Gemini they were were yeah, trying about my so... but, but Okay, yes, so you want to know why? Are you asking? Are you asking why? Oh, uh, well, I already know the answer. They, that's what that's what they are. <laughs> <laughs> that's the, that's the real oh, answer. God. They're just party. Break it down. Break it down. So what? So what <laughs> I have to what I have to offer you is this. Typically. When you meet someone, the person that gets on your nerves the most is somebody that can teach you probably the most you've ever learned ever. So mm. that that person is there to teach you a lesson. It may be a lesson yeah. in patience. It may be a lesson in patience, tolerance, acceptance, understanding. It's It's up to the individual what that lesson is supposed to be. But if you keep pushing those type of people away, you're going to get more of those types of people in your life because you're not learning the lesson. And if you don't learn a lesson, it will repeat itself oh, <laughs> mm-hmm. in the same or a different person. Mm-hmm. Oh, well, well, so there well, really Libra. isn't a way to avoid it. Oh, well, you should get along Libra. with Libra women. Well, I do get along with Libra women. I mean, you know that that you know my current uh, woman, she's a Libra, and that and you know I'm te- I'm learning a lot of lessons from her. Uh, mm. But uh, but Tauruses, yeah, I sure did learn my lesson <laughs> with Tauruses. Oh wow, you're right. They they were there to guard. teach me. <laughs> wow. <laughs> yeah. Don't even let yeah, Tauruses. Tauruses. Okay, I'm, I'm joking. <laughs> so That's another thing. Yeah, and you know what? Another thing uh, Miss Lakeisha said earlier, basically, if you're striving toward the same goal, really the person's zodiac sign does not matter. Any two people can get along if they want to. It's just both Mm -hmm. people have to be on the same page and ready, willing, and able to put in the work. And Mm -hmm. that's sometimes, you know, where we come into issues. You know, one person is not genuine or, and, you know, they – then try to shame and blame the other person and make them feel guilty as if they've done something wrong when it's in fact this person who is not doing, you know, keeping up their end of the bargain. Mm-hmm. Um, for whatever reason, they change their mind, they don't want to do it anymore, whatever, whatever it is, instead of being honest about that, you know, people tend to be even more dishonest. 
So you can get, be with oh, anybody. Yeah. Um, but, you know, you have to know and understand, okay, is this person really who they say they are? Are they really, are we really on the same page or are they going to renege as soon as, you know, we make this agreement, you know, whether it be marriage or living together or whatever, you know, they decide to do, start a business, mm-hmm. whatever. Oh yeah. oh, yeah, I totally so. agree. I, I, it's all like just like the main topic, you know, about the religion, you know, regardless mm-hmm. of the religious uh, that you practice or follow, if you go in the same way, that's what it all should be about, you know? Right. Mm-hmm. But it might not different policies. Hmm. Exactly. I was going to say before we take this next caller, Terry Rimson. Um, yes, sir. Do you have any, uh, you know, and I apologize again for picking on the side. I didn't know that's what you were. That's what you get. But Terry, let, let me ask you uh, uh, in particular. Uh, do you know of any firsthand examples of uh, of because of, of, I know you 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 know you're big in the church and and, and and you're considering what your husband is in the church and 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 all, all the people that you're connected with have you actually seen that firsthand where you you know you're trying to get something off the ground maybe something with your music da 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 and whoever you're working with is not in that you know doesn't practice you know not Christian or you know, perhaps don't even believe in God at all. But but they're they they do what they do. They're they're good at what they do, and they're there to do their job. And 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 have they have has that been a problem with anybody in your network uh, that you've seen, or or have you seen people mature and say, hey, even though you practice, uh, even though you uh, worship uh, a tree, um, we can still rock. <laughs> have you have you, you any uh, firsthand examples of being in the business that you're in? Oh, you know what? I I've gotten nothing but um utmost respect because I have had to work with people that are not Christians and that have not gone to church and choose not to go to church and um and it's been fine because like you said, you know, when we have a goal that we're trying to reach, that doesn't matter. And I think it helps a lot by me being a Christian because the way that I handle them. Because sometimes as Christians, you know, we can come off a little pompous and think that we're better than everybody and that we're God's first cousin. Um, But, you know, no, I haven't had any problems. I try to um, carry the, you know, the right spirit, have the right attitude, not be judgmental, um, make sure I represent, you know, who I say that I'm serving, who is God. So I try to come off. I mean, I'm not perfect. Trust me, I'm not. Um, but I try to be as real as possible, possible and transparent and not judgmental. But, no, I have not had any problems. Um, I'm praying right now that I don't, but I believe I'll be able to handle it. But, no, I have not had any problems. Good, good. Okay, okay. Well, um, well, I think we're about to have a problem with this next caller because this next caller I believe is a Muslim. No, okay, okay, that's that's a bad way to start that. I'm sorry. But let's welcome the uh the next caller and I'm gonna have to cue up her sound effect. Caller in the nine one nine four four one. You're on the air. Who is this? Hey Jonathan, I cannot believe I can't believe you tried to introduce me that <laughs> way. This is Victoria. Y'all send me when y'all saying my name, put some respect on it. 
That's right. That's right. Uh, I, I, actually, I actually had a follow-up uh, for, for Terry, but then I got distracted with the whole astrology thing because I don't, I don't believe in astrology, I'll be honest with you. Um, in, well, and I should say I don't believe in its current application, but, you know, I, I, I think that depending on when we were born, we all have current energy and we all navigate through life and face challenges differently. So like Barbara was saying a little bit earlier, someone – betrays her, she's got a really difficult time bouncing back from that. Um, and my thing is, okay, well, that, that's, a, that's a soul opportunity, you know, um, as opposed to like a stop, like a hard stop. But, no, I don't believe in astrology. I'm an Aries, and if you don't have fur and, and, and paws or gills and fins, I don't like you. So, um, but that, that aside, Terry mentioned a little bit earlier um, about the main topic of discussion this evening, and I, I actually agree with her. I, I don't think that people – uh, black people can work together uh, if they have different faiths. It is unfortunate, um, so I understand what the ideal would be, and I think it's really sad because we can look around the world at other communities, and they do have, like, a common goal, and that, that yes. common core goal is all, it, it's community. So ab- mm-hmm. above, above everything else, it's community. Uh, they come from different walks of life and different backgrounds, and they, they have different faiths and religions and, and ceremonies and practices, um, but the one thing that is first and foremost in their mind is always the establishment of their community, you know, and, and I, and I don't know what the challenge is for us. I think maybe we are so stuck in our, in our religions and beliefs and ideals that we're not open-minded or at least as open-minded as we, as we should be for sure. But I think that's a trickle. It has like a trickle effect uh, and it starts to bleed over into every area of life, not just religion, but to uh, Nikki's point to business also, and then to relationships, and then to support, and uh, even the way that we 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 don't look after each other's family and children in the community and things of that nature. It just all bleeds over into every single arena. So I think religion is just the the tip of the iceberg. But and this is what's really weird, and this is what I wanted to mention. You go to other countries and other black communities don't have the same mindset as the American black community, and you have to ask yourself why. Um, and I think it, it, for the most part it is because people have been indoctrined into certain faiths and ceremonies, and where everyone is so busy trying to figure out how to long suffer and how to uh, put on a happy face and, and endure uh, and still be of good spirits, that we, we kind of lose sight of what every single faith, no matter what your background is, and that's to love each other and to accept each other and to support one another. Um, and so long as we continue along the same line of hypocrisy, I don't see it changing. I really don't. So I agree with what Terry was saying, but then there was a caller afterward that said there has to be like a common goal. So I agree with her also. Oh yes, oh yes, Vicky Santana. And, and, I, and, I, um, and I forgive, I forgive you for saying, <laughs> for introducing me that way, Jonathan. I forgive you. <laughs> 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 yeah. Oops, uh-huh. I was, I'm sorry. <laughs> Definitely, definitely, Vicky. Thank you for the call. We got some more callers uh, calling in, and uh, and also got some Tarses that inbox me. <laughs> so uh, Tarses that inbox me. If you guys want to call up and and attack me on the air instead in my inbox, that I think that would make some great entertainment. So give us a call at five one six three eight seven one two one nine and press one. Or if you're streaming from the phone, just press one. Tauruses, bring it on. <laughs> Get out of my inbox and bring it on the air. <laughs> so, uh, so hey, we at least we know we got some we got some 
some some nice listeners tonight. <laughs> uh, or not so nice, just the Tauruses that want to talk to me about it. Uh, okay. <laughs> caller, caller in the four zero four nine nine three. You're on the air. Who is this? Yo, Jay, what's going, man? Yeah, who is this? Is who? The mind. You, you, you. Oh, the mind. How you doing? What's going on? I throw some claps on it for. Okay, well, just yeah, yeah, yeah. Baby. Yeah, you're gonna miss Marie Jones. <laughs> How you doing, the mind? Good. Are you good? How's everybody doing? Doing well. Oh yeah, we'll have you on the show uh, as a guest next week. Uh, you still, I mean, you still uh, down for next week, right? Next Thursday. Yeah, I get in. I get done. Okay, I didn't. I didn't get, my bad. I didn't finalize it with you last time we talked. But uh, yeah, let's go ahead and do it on the air. Boom, you you got it. <laughs> okay. okay. Uh, go ahead. You have the floor. Yeah, uh, I just I just got in. So I just heard the, the tail end of the, the the last lady's comment about. Yeah, you're uh, breaking up very badly. Yeah. Yeah. Can you hear me now? Can you, uh, can you hear me? Now? That really is not so good. What, are, are you are you outside or something? Are you driving or something? No, I'm I'm uh, I'm outside my house because my my house has a dead spot in it. But can you hear me now? Okay, Little that's bit. better. Yeah. Okay. Well, and I, I was in a conversation. You know, she was saying that we as black people can't work together. First of all, I'm a tourist. So we all stubborn. But but you know no you know I'm I'm I must say you know I, I must say this you know I've yeah. opened up I, you know I you know I work for myself and I've opened yeah, up sir. like a lot of stuff to try to get other young black males to you know join in and say hey let's just let's just create some businesses and they don't want to do that man. You know, they'll keep saying, well, the money, but take them to a club and that's $200 like it ain't nothing. You know, it's, it's our, number one, our priorities are messed up as black people. We rather look more successful than we really are. That's number one. Number two, we, we don't, in our household, even though you have a girlfriend, most times you can prove with your girlfriend. Most most people, most couples compete with each other towards who's the baller or who's bringing the money or who got the braids. Because, you know, when they argue, and, you know, when they argue, they always say, like, well, a lot of couples compete with each other. That's why we can't make it successful. That's why we're not going to be successful as a couple or as so on. In the business, you got to understand you're 50-50, your partners. So... Whatever the business bring in, it's not you bringing it in, it's we bringing it in. You know, um, I see business, I see people fall apart all the time. I see two restaurants, uh, just a black-owned barbecue joint down the street from my house, and it was owned by two brothers. Well, one of the dudes was hardly there, and they managed the kitchen differently. So he said, well, on my shifts, we're busy, and on your shift, we're not busy. So I'm bringing in all the bread which is not the type of business mind frame that you want to throw at your business partner. And so, and then like when, when you tell, like, I think religion plays a big part in the, who we are because some people take religion to the depth without fully understanding that 
certain things were meant to be set for a way of life. And we make it the way of life. If we make it the way of life, then that becomes a problem for, for us. You cannot sit here and tell me as a black man we can't make it when we spend $2.2 trillion a year in, a, in an economy where we basically financially we run the country, but look at where we come from. If you put, you got to put that in your community. You got to get people to understand. You know, I just had a rapper the other day bought a $3 million chain. That's that's what we are. We buy stuff that loses value. Instead of opening up a business where you can continuously get money when your career over. But if you look at a lot of the, the, the successful black people, look at Money Mayweather, for example. He's worth a billion dollars. I mean, what has, what do he own besides some boxers and always gambling? What what does he own? And then you, you take somebody like Jay-Z, you take somebody like Jay-Z who bond 50-something people out of prison to get them back on the streets, to get them back in the working environment and or, or something like that, or get them good lawyers where they can get a good case or get a good, get a good hearing and get back to working. Those are the things you have to look at. I think we weigh our values in different people that don't. We always give our money away to people that don't, that don't mean nothing to us, basically. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, no, you, I, 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 yes, sir. Well, no, go ahead. Go I, ahead. I, I tell people all the time, we've been saying Black Lives Matter for about five years now. How many times has Michael Cole said it? How many times has Dolce and Giovanna said it? How many times has Hilfiger said it? How many times has the jewelry store said it? How many times has Ferrari, Lamborghini said it? You know, if if we're gonna make a difference, we have to start with us. And then when you stop supporting these companies, then they find it's like it's like McDonald's. Every time their sales drop, what do they do? They go find a hot rap record and try to bring the black people back in. <laughs> you see, every time their sales start drop, every time their sales start dropping, they go get that Nelly or Ti or somebody or Ludacris to do a little promo for them. And here we go back again supporting. We can't be that easy, man. And and I, I talk from mm-hmm. experience. I spend a lot of money. I spend a lot of money in black businesses. And I know I go in there, and it's not up to Paul all the time. Sometimes the, the 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 person there got a bad attitude. But you know, you talk to them and say, you're not going to get a paycheck unless I eat here. So you know, you have to understand that you have to be able to be able to deal with rude customers, still smile, and at the end of the day, be able to say, I still got my job. Because if if you if you say something to me that I don't like, I just tell the owner I ain't coming back. Then what he gonna do? Fire you. But I I, I do a real good job of supporting black business, and I do a good job of trying to get young black males jobs. But it, it, it's just so hard, man. It's just so hard. I set them up with jobs to do, and I call and the company will call me at eleven o'clock, and they're supposed to be in there nine thirty. And then when I call them, they're still in the bed. <laughs> you know, you 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 have to under and you have to understand. It's like in the business world, there's two types of people. <laughs> there's people that I always say the street. When people say I'm street, street is just another term for you dumb as hell. That's all the street terminology is. Because if you talk to the average street cat and t- t- ask them how to promote a business, ask them how to start a business. Prime example: I got a kid and sitting in one of my best friends sitting in jail right now. 
kid had like fifty thousand dollars make selling uh, them products off the street. And I said, listen, why don't you clean that money up? Why don't you get a truck and a trailer and come work with me, man? I got so much business. Like, I'm I'm, I'm getting home like eleven, twelve o'clock at night after getting up at seven in the morning. You know what he told me? I ain't got time for that. Well, you know what he had now? He was jail several twenty five years sentence for drug possession. Wow. And, and they took the fifty thousand dollars that he had. Wow. So well, you got time for proof of jail. You you know, and that's just the money. I live in one of the richest, fastest growing community in the in the in the South, and man, there's all kinds of money here. I mean, people be begging me to cut their yard, but I don't have time. And I'd be like, "Yo, man, you know, there's a good job you can do. Get you a truck, get you some lawnmowers, and cut grass." I mean, these people paying like three, four hundred dollars a week to to keep their grass up. I mean, you get like eight, nine, ten customers a month. You're making three, four thousand dollars a month. But hell, you ever go clock in at somebody else's restaurant because you ain't got the IQ to say to get the stuff that you need done. When I open my business up, I got two million dollars insurance. I got everybody's like, "Well, how much you pay for that?" I said, eight hundred a year." Oh man, that's too much money. But you, like I keep saying, you're going to the club. You go buy five pairs of Jordans at a thousand dollars. But what's really important to you? It costs too much money. Uh huh. People always trying to get money for what they want. Yeah, it's the it's the mind frame, and like I told this this white dude earlier today, when I had I had on I bought <clears throat> I bought a Kaepernick shirt, so I had it on because my other shirt got dirty, and that's the only one I had in my truck. So he was like, "Well, he's like I don't see why you support this guy." I said, "Well, I said I do. I see a great reason." And he was like, "Well, what's the reason?" I said, "Well, I see you one of those guys that when we stand up for our community." It's an issue, but if everybody else stand up for their community, they're doing it for the betterment of their com- com- community. This man is doing what right for the betterment of his com- com- community. He's bigger than the game of football. What he's doing is is is, is about people's lives. I said, how many times have you went home to an empty house? How many times have you went home to your wife being shot, your son being shot, your daughter being shot? Okay, then don't even talk to me that way, and don't even try to tell me what's best for me. Until you can experience what these families are going through that losing their kids way too early for no reason, then you don't you cannot question it. Mm-hmm. You can't you You're right. certainly yeah. cannot you certainly cannot question it. And you telling me it's it's about a flag. Okay. What does the flag stand for? Peace and justice for all, right? So where's the peace and justice for the our community? I mean, this man has not punched nobody in the mouth. He's not kicked nobody, he's not beat up his coach. He's just sitting there doing him peacefully. Yeah, DeMond, you brought up a, a lot of great points. You know, I appreciate everything you said. You know, you're you're right. You know, and this, and this is coming from a Taurus. <laughs> and, uh, well, uh-huh. But I appreciate you supporting black businesses. I appreciate you supporting Blacktopia and doing business with us too. I hope the I appreciate your business. Hope you continue doing business with us uh, even in the future. And uh, and and before we go to this next caller, uh, is there anything you want to plug about what you have going on? Because we're going to talk about it more next week when we have you on as a guest. But uh, but for the listeners that we have tonight, is there anything you want to say? To them about where to check you out, I get in touch with you. Man, you know what? I got so much going on. I'm I'm always like busy. I got a new single out called "Dropping Change," and uh, basically it's like a um, 
um, when we was doing the track, everybody was like, why it's called Drop and Change? It's like, you know, people um, look at people that's out there trying to be successful, trying to work hard, and they always got something negative to say about them instead of trying to help them and, and try and support them. And I said, I said, well, it changes. Like, if I walk down the street and I drop a dollar, you're going to pick it up. And, and and then you're going to do whatever you want to do with it. So if you pick up a lie or you pick up just somebody saying something bad about somebody, you're just going to take it and run with it, whether it's true or not. So that's why it's called drop and change. But, you know, I got that coming. You know, the single I'm new, I just found out it's been spent over 8 million times. So that's doing pretty well. Um, oh, yeah. Um, the, the drop and change, I'll keep telling people, that track is coming for, I told I said something on the social media that it's coming for Cardia B's uh, Bodak Yellow and people just like, or whatever. But we've been playing it a lot, but it's not ready. And when it gets ready, Jay, you'll be the first one to promote it, man. Definitely. Thank you. Thank you. I appreciate working with you. I appreciate your business. We're going to definitely keep it moving to mind. Um, hopefully, you know, you can stick around for the program, listen to the rest of the show. Uh yeah, you know, and also for any of the previous callers that want to get back in the queue later on, you know, just uh, press one and then press it again, and we'll bring you back on. We got these uh, phone lines lit up. Let's go ahead and take some more callers. And uh, again, the topic is: Can black folks of different religious backgrounds come together and work towards a common goal without letting their practices and beliefs stop them from doing so? All right. Caller in the 314-381, you're on the air. Who is this? You know, that that question, that question is, is uh, kind of without outstanding because you, well, my name is uh, Pianchi. I'm calling from the Midwest. But, uh, Pianchi, the, uh, okay. the answer to that is, is well, yes, they can because uh, this they go on and do that right now as we speak. It's not your necessarily your religious background. It's the agenda that brings people together. And you know, I see a a big mistake that that I think is a mistake when that word "we" is generally too generalized and thrown around because all quote-unquote, blacks in the United States are not the same. They have different ideas, different philosophies, different opinions. <clears throat> but if you yourself and you have an agenda, you have a plan, something that you want to see come into fruition, it might be uh, building a nuclear submarine or a a jet or start a business that's doing ocean-going cargo shipping or a f- farming. A dairy farm. Well, the thing is to find some people that has that same agenda and uh, y'all partner, form a cartel, and go ahead and make it work. The religious affiliation doesn't have uh, much to say, but I have seen that get in the way. But this person was kind of foolish anyway. So, But uh, you understand what I'm saying? Yes, we certainly do. You know, um, yeah. I mean, you know, in a perfect world, I believe that that is is that. But you know, um, certain individuals do unfortunately do feel that. Uh, oh, you don't. Oh, you don't believe in, in this, and so I can't get that money with you. You know, some people. Some people are well, they, on that level, though. They wouldn't be in your group anyway, right? 
I mean, take anything, for instance. <laughs> anything, well, you, for instance, if you want to open an airport, well, you just have to get together with some people that have expertise in doing that. Uh, this stuff about seeing somebody on the street and say, hey, come on, let's get in bed, that ain't the way things go like that. Uh, I tell you something else, too, when I hear people say support black businesses. That's true in some aspect, but uh, overall it's not true. Because until you start manufacturing, producing, and processing, and transporting, and warehousing, and distributing that which you use in your business, you just uh, personally just be acting more like a middleman. I'll give you an example. When you go to Asians and buy wholesale from them, which they won't give you family prices to compete against their cousins and relatives that's already retailing what it is that you want to compete with them in doing. That don't work very well. So you have to get into the out-of-box, out-of-box thinking, out-of-box activities in manufacturing and producing that which you retail. And then you can really not only be supporting the black business, but... uh, you get in a position like the Asians. They might come to you and want to buy some of the things that you're selling, or that you're producing and manufacturing. Hey, did you know you can get kente cloth and dashikis from made in China? Well, that's print. It's not really kente cloth, <laughs> but uh, yes, you can. Yeah. You can get the print, but yeah. the cloth is made in the uh, certain region there, a certain area in Ghana. Yeah, that's something else uh, Black Americans Those who have the ability to, ability to Should be manufacturing Producing Over on the African continent For various reasons One you have trade agreements Treaties in place like the AGOA Act Which permits you to bring Those manufacturing Produced countries uh, produce goods back into the United States duty and tariffs free. And you. that there gives you an advantage. Mm-hmm. Advantage over, over competition. Uh, Donald Trump and his uh, insurance plan, the way he's talking about, where he's drawing it back onto the states, and that will permit organizations and associations to form insurance pools and uh, be able to combine insurance companies and get a good rate and then they'd be able to offer that rate to groups of potential uh, people that's looking for insurance. So that there could be something that people get together and take advantage of that opportunity. Another thing that does, let's think about that. Right now you have insurance lobbyists that's in Washington, D.C., that's trying to lobby Congress people to get something favorable for their company. Well, if you throw it back down to the 50 states, now they have to go to those 50 states and talk to those organizations and associations and get favorable treatment from them. I got you. I got you. Well, can I ask you something? If I was a black business and I had it posted at least on my front door or within my business. I've seen this happen to some people, so I'm going to ask you why you're talking about strategy with that. If I had a, a black business um, clothing store, and I'm well-known with everybody, but I found God, 
and I mean the one that I know to be real. And I have it posted on my front door or within my um, store, and I play Christian music. But that's not the type of God you serve. We talked about on the basis of both of our different versions of religion. If you came into my store, would that cause you not to purchase any merchandise from me as a black business because I serve a God that they consider a white God <laughs> um, based on whatever or whoever you serve? Would that cause you not to do business with me? Cause that's well, me, me in particular... <laughs> Me in particular, I don't like using myself as examples, but I do know businesses that do do that. There's a white Velvet Freeze ice cream place in the black community, and that's all they play is gospel music. I guess they want mm-hmm. to sell the people down when they come in there so they don't have any incidents. But then mm-hmm. again, too, there's large Muslim populations. Look in your in your inner cities at your uh, your gasoline stations. Uh, slash convenience stores. Mm-hmm. Those are Muslims that's the majority running them. Right. Mm-hmm. So let me ask you this: uh, what What is your uh, uh, What is your zodiac sign? Well, I don't believe in zodiac nope. signs. For one thing, they're not right. Those things were put together okay, by what Greek. Is it yeah, okay. What, well, what, 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 what is, yeah, just, just, well, I was born first. in the month, I was born in the month of August. August. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Leo. Which, which mm-hmm. that sign is, that sign really is autumn. Mm-hmm. But, uh, uh, no, uh, it's, yeah, uh, it's, uh, a, it's Virgo, the part, of, I'm born in the latter part of August, so I would be uh, Virgo. Oh, okay. Going by oh, which, okay. what's more popular. Mm-hmm. Okay, sir. Well, we'll have to talk to you. Okay, have a nice day, sir. <laughs> but no, that's what that's the thing is is that if you got ideas and and look at the out of look at uh, what people want. There's I don't know if you knew A. G. Gaston. A. G. Gaston born in the latter part of eighteen hundred. A. G. Gaston uh, living in uh, Birmingham, in Alabama, was a Worth over a hundred million dollars when he retired. I wish I say when he died, but he wrote a book called on him called Black Titan, T I T A N, and he also wrote another book called Green Power. And his motto was, "What is it that my people need today?" A. G. Gasson was behind during the Birmingham uh, bus boycott and the rioting and stuff that was going on. He was behind the ones. He was the one who was getting people bailed out of jail. Uh, he was against using kids, children, like they use them to be bit by dogs and and have fire holes, you know, directed on them. But he also uh, managed to talk white businesses to take down those signs that the separated black and white water fountain, going against the. Uh, the authority, which was Bull O'Connor, the police. But uh, read his books and see the, the ideas that he came up with. He's, his businesses were so profitable that he had to start uh, the Booker T. Washington Secretary School because he couldn't find secretaries to work in his businesses. And his wife, uh, Winnie, would uh, testify in front of Congress that the government should get involved in 
that aspect of education, which led mm-hmm. to what we have today, student loans. So, well, what do you what do is for it that you, what, do you have a do you have a particular business you own, or do you work for someone? I mean, what what is it that you do specifically? If you don't mind us asking. Well, what I do, you remember when the jets ran into those buildings in New York on 9-11? Uh-huh. And I, I spent close to four decades putting buildings up like that. Oh, like the skyscraper-type buildings and all? Yes. Wow. Hmm. Had my own company doing it and took advantage of opportunities. But as mm-hmm. I was saying before, there's many opportunities in the African-American community that uh, they should be taken advantage of in order to control those markets. Uh, you got the p- large population in your southern states, Mississippi, 37%, mm-hmm. 70% plus in 18 counties on either side of the Mississippi River. Right. Georgia, 30-some-odd percent. Louisiana, 30-some-odd percent. Those are economic markets that blacks should be controlling themselves. Other foreigners should be coming into your economic market. That's why we need those who are already seasoned in business. And you saying what you did for a living. I mean, I know that brought in good revenue. We need seasoned businessmen as yourself and others to stand up and stay there. There are a lot of businesses out there like myself. I've been in business almost 19 years. Um, but there are those that are young and fresh, hungry, want to do better, want to actually go out there and serve the public, but they're getting the, the wrong perspective on how to do it. They're, they're putting the wrong foot forward or the wrong aspect of business forward. Instead of being more modest with it, they're being aggressive. And for the some some people, you can't reach that way. Some audiences, you can't reach being aggressive in your business. You have to step back and be modest and let them feel their way in. And for those, and I know you had to go through some very tough and well-known businessmen, those with money, the affluent folk, in order to get your ideas off to build those buildings. But those same very ideas that you had, we need that back into the black community to build those young people who want to do. You know, I well, mean, you can do that. Get everybody motivated to do that because even here in Virginia, where I'm at, millionaires here, black ones in particular, don't want to help. They want to pull you down. I got one trying to do it to me right now. You know, 19 years up against yeah. his 35, I don't see his problem. You know, and it's not based on religion, it's based on his ignorance. He got lax in what he did. I'm still hungry. I have people, I see people that I still have to keep business so that even if they can't afford me now, later on they will or they bring me other people. That's how I work, by word of mouth and my ability and my time drawing. But I got certain Negroes that they've already made it and want to hold me down and keep me from getting there because they've got lax and think that people are put up with their lax attitude and, you know, sloth in, in the work that they're doing. And I'm just, I don't understand that behavior when white folk will get together and build even the most trailer park of the trailer park. They will put them in high-end positions and build them just to keep it within their race and their people. Answer me what is wrong with black folk doing just that. Yeah. Above now I'm going to ask you, Barbara, well, you got to. them doing that. Barbara, well, call, you got call it. it. Um, go, go ahead. Call it. Uh, but I was just saying when he was now, talking. Um, 
Okay, definitely. I, Carl, I'm, I'm going to actually, uh, you know, take us into that uh, answer. Um, thank you for calling in. We're going to uh, we're, we're approaching the fog hour, so I want to go ahead and uh, let our guest uh, speak again. Um, so definitely thank you for the call. We do this every Thursday night from 9 to 11. So uh, so if you have this in your favorites, uh, put blogtalkradio.com forward slash podcast on the man in your favorites, or check us out at the Blacktopia Facebook group if you haven't already, uh, Keonti. Thank All right, you. Well, thank you. I'll see you later. All right. Definitely. Thank you, sir. Thank you. Uh, Terry Rimson. Terry Rimson. Um, is there uh, is there anything you would like to contribute for uh, anything you'd like to say about anything before I uh, wrap it up with the solutions? No, sir. I- I'm good. I've enjoyed uh, this opportunity. I always enjoy talking to you all, and thank you again. Definitely, definitely. Uh, Nikki Brown, Nikki Brown, um, is there uh, is there anything you'd like to add on to what Barbara said? Um, actually, I just want to say again to Miss Terry, congratulations on everything, your documentary, Thank your you. record label. You're welcome. Um, it's good to hear um, a, a success story, so I, I applaud you. And um, I do hope that you continue to find ways to love on people outside of the church, um, you know, and, you know, maybe you can attend the Youth Summit in 2018 oh, yeah. with Miss Lakeisha. <laughs> I would be honored. And, and, <laughs> and if I, I attend, maybe we'll get a chance to meet. But I did want to kind of quickly say that um, I just want to kind of say, like, some key words, really. Um, you know, some of the things that um, the gentleman just mentioned in Victoria um, and I believe the other guests, too, um, we do all need a common goal. I think we should work to m- more towards a we, even though some people may disagree with certain things or how we get there. Um, I do need think we should have a strategy. We should trust one another. We should love one another. We should accept one another, and we should support one another because we all have value, and that value can, you know, move mountains if we all work together. Yes, and um, now I'm gonna I'm gonna say this: uh, no matter what your religious affiliation is, no matter what your uh, what you practice or study, um, no matter what you uh, no matter what your zodiac sign is too, <laughs> except for Tarsus, don't join. Um, <laughs> no, everybody's welcome. Um, we have to definitely put that stuff aside. Uh, and not let that influence the bigger picture. You know, uh, uh, you, you you can't make those judgments on people based on what they believe. You know, um, especially if they're acting in a, in, a, in, a, in in if they're acting in integrity. Don't don't worry about what they grew up believing or studying or or what religious religion they decide to 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 you know to follow. Um, because uh, it's not it's not about that it's not about that and 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 if you're a person who's thinking like that if you're letting if you're letting uh, that if 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 you have a mindset like that then you're 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 part of the weakest link you can't build with this <laughs> you can't build with this if if you can't uh, you can't pass that you fail the test if, in my opinion if if, if that's how closed minded you are you're not gonna you're not going to be the one to help us build anything uh, 
spectacular anyway if you're that close-minded. You're not, you don't have the mental capacity to contribute to anything big if you're thinking so small. So, um, so I, you know, forget what people's religion, religious backgrounds are, their faith is. If you have the same as I do when you're thinking like that, I don't trust you with this plan that we have. <laughs> uh, so, so that's that's how I'm looking at it. Um, and, and and as for a solution, um, if anybody's judging you based on what you practice or study, don't even debate them. Don't even say, hey, you know, uh, this is what you need to learn. Let them find out their own truth on their own if they if they will do that. You just keep it moving. Because uh, you don't need that kind of energy bringing you down when you're going moving up, and um, I just thought of that just now. Uh, I hope it sounds good in the replay. Okay, uh, what else am I going to add? Uh, next week we're going to have Demind. He's going to be our guest. I'll let you all know what our next topic is going to be. Um, go to Blacktopia.org and go to the Blacktopia Facebook group for more updates. And again. You know, listen to Terry Rimson's music, and uh, and and you're listening to Black Topia presents Roundtable Talk Radio with your host Bob the Country Cleaning Lady, Nikki Brown, and myself, some guy named Jay. And uh, Birdman is going to say this, and then we're going to play Terry Rimson's song. So, Birdman, is there anything yes. you want to say before we play Terry Rimson one more time? Y'all, y'all finished or y'all done? I ain't got no more talking. We ain't got no more talking, but we're going to let Terry Rimson do some singing. So here you go. Nope. 